everybody. It's Leanne from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society. Welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We will talk about everything from tips and myths on gear, maintenance, techniques, education, and so much more with our very informed guests. So thank you for joining us today. On today's podcast, we welcome back our good friend Trevor Deck from Two Cool Motorcycle School in Calgary. How are you today? Oh my gosh, this side of excellent. This side of excellent. They're all excellent, which is amazing. You are our first guest of season two. So that is, uh, you know, you helped us out last year and helping us out again this year. And we appreciate everything. I'm coming to you today because I want to start kind of a new sidebar series called Starter Basics. And, you know, there's different things that people who want to get into riding um, should consider. Training is one, of course. One of the biggest things I see on social media, which you may as well, is what kind of bike should I get for my first bike? So first, let's think about what do you think some of the reasons are that people want to get into riding? You know, that's that's great because I, I sometimes ask the students, I said, what, um, what brings you here? And I remember one lady coming through, she goes, I live just off of Crowchild Trail, and all I hear is these bikes, and I just, I just want to ride. I just want to be a part. I want to be the person out there making that sound. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Another guy, uh, I think his name was Brendan came through and he says, you know, I was in my car one time. I stopped and I looked to my left. There's this, a motorcyclist that's right beside me. I'm like, that's so cool. And then when I took the course and I stopped beside a car, I looked to the right and I saw my own reflection in the person's window going, that's me. I <laughs> I'm on that side now. That's awesome. And then sometimes it's, it's maybe someone in the family goes, you know, what? my, my mom, my dad, my sister, my other brother, my half brother, stepchild, kid, rides, whatever <laughs> the cases they, they just, there's just something in that individual person. And I, you know, when, when people finish the course and they go through and they're, they're thanking me, I'm like, no, I got to thank you. And I'll, I'll quote this right from Michelangelo. Uh, I didn't, I didn't make you a rider. The rider was inside. I just chipped away some of the material, the drivers. I took that. I chipped away the driver and, and brought the rider out. And that's, that's what I hear by a lot of people. And they just, they just, there's that inside that, that little seed. And it's just so fun to grow every freaking year. And this is my 31st year coming on now. And it's, it's, Awesome. Well, and, and as we all know, you started as a small child. For me, I got into it because of that inside inner passion. And I did my training at the Alberta Safety Council up here in Edmonton. Awesome. And my instructor, who I'm still friends with to this day, just he's like, I knew you would have no problems. There's just something in me from day one, that little glimmer of I have to do this. Right. So. It's uh, it's a great feeling and it's super empowering as a woman, by the way, to get on your own motorcycle as well. Now, when I took the course, the very next week, I picked up my um, 2007 Triumph Speedmaster right from the showroom floor, which a lot of people are like, that's uh, a 900. It's a big bike for you or it's a big bike for your first bike or are you sure you want brand new? And I mean, really... It, at the end of the day, it's the person's choice. But what would you suggest would be something people should consider for a good starter bike? Gosh, that's a great question. We, we, we hear that quite a bit at the school. 
You know, I always say, like, like yourself, I think you did it a wonderful way. You, you had something inside. I, I have to do this. You took your training. Because if you go, let's say, if you get interested by getting, you go to a bike shop before taking a course, you buy the bike for the two C's, I call it, the color and the curves. But after you take a riding school and spend some time on some different styles, then you start buying it for the comfort and the controls for you. And that builds the third C, which is confidence. Like in our school, the first two days, all we care, we're going to keep you on one bike. You might love it. You might hate it, but Hey, you don't have to buy that bike. It's just basically there to inspire confidence. The third day you have one third of a decision on which bike you get the ride, leaving us two third. Cause we don't want it too tall, too small, too heavy. We don't want anything to distract you from the importance of our day three at our school, which is our emergency day. But it's the fourth day, which I just, love we bring out the whole fleet like as a business owner it'd probably be better to have one bike one set of parts but that's that's if you want to make a lot of money you do that i want to make a lot of happy riders and then they're very educated when they go pick that bike so then they get a chance to try the three to four different styles of bike and they might have a premonition you know what i want to get a sport bike and all of a sudden they try the rebel and they're like oh my gosh this bike makes me a better rider. And I had no idea. Or they get on a dual purpose. I had no idea the XT250 would feel like that. I'm going to go buy an off-road bike. And that's that's why I let one of my instructors, he kind of guides that whole day. And I disinfect and I put the bikes back. But inadvertently, I'm listening to every single student talk to other students about their experience. And I'm like, you know what? This is the proper way. Then at the end of it, they're like, you know what? I was thinking I was going to get this, but I think I'm going to do this. I would say, hey, it's two wheels and a motor. You can't buy the wrong bike. You just got to buy another bike. Yeah. Off-road, cruiser, sport bike, doesn't matter. And And you can change it up at any time, even in like once you're done. I'm on bike three. Exactly. I was talking with a guy today. His name's Mark. I was was at the coffee shop. And uh, this year, he spent about two years on his bike. This year, he's buying the bike that he always wanted. And I said, you kind of kind of did that a pretty good way. You found a bike that you felt comfortable with. Maybe it wasn't your dream bike, but how many of us personally have gone out and bought your dream car for your first car? I know I didn't. I had a, I had a Toyota Corona. And eventually, I got a Mustang. But now I got a Type R, which is fantastic. And the same thing goes for bikes. Find something that you're comfortable with. Now, then we've had people come and take the course and buy a Goldwing right away, buy a, a 1150, a 1250 GS right away. And they're confident on it. Uh, they might tip over a few times because of the weight, but then they, they thought ahead going, hey, I wear all my gear. Why don't I get some gear for my bike, some engine guards, frame size? So that's what motorcycling does. And then you go and you start sitting on the bikes and you can tell right away if it's, it's what you're thinking of and not. Now, if you get something close, this is where handlebar adjustments, adjusting your shifter, uh, rear brake, this is where, like, like you get in your car, you adjust your seat for you, steering wheel for you. Sometimes you get a car truck that has a memory seat. I know when I get into the seat after my wife's driven, it doesn't work. I don't <laughs> even get my freaking feet in there. I'm like, oh, she's banging my head. I'm like, but then I adjust it for me. And that's one thing I love about a bike is you get something that you feel comfortable on because then you're going to be able through some accessories 
make it even more comfortable, which will increase your confidence and you'll enjoy riding so much. So I, we have people that, oh, my husband or wife bought a bike for me. Well, do you know, even know how to ride yet? No, I'm going to ride this bike. And that's okay. But during the course, they're like, oh, I kind of like this bike. We had one person that had a brand new Harley Davidson at, at home, but she felt more comfortable on a Ninja. So she's been a couple ninja years on Ninja and then she rode the other bike. Whatever, like you said, you can't buy the wrong one. Just get to buy another one. Now have, have a couple. Well, and that's so one of the, you love. that's one of the things that comes up on the, on the motorcycle groups on Facebook a lot is these men, God bless them. God bless them all. I'm looking to go buy a bike for my wife. What do you guys suggest? And literally every woman who responds is take her with you. Don't just go buy it, like have her sit on it. What does she like? What does she want to get? Because you can think like standard Harley guy wants his wife to ride a Harley too. Maybe she doesn't want to ride a Harley. Maybe she's more comfortable on a Ninja, like you just said, right? Like bikes are a personal choice, kind of like underwear, I guess, you know, just to throw one out there. But, you know, would you say, because I know you, your courses, um, I think all the bikes that you have are like 250cc bikes, right? Yeah, anywhere from like we have the Groms, the 125s, and then up to 250, 300s. Uh, that's essentially kind of where we're, the reason why is just, that's good to learn it's on. It's better for the engine. It's great to learn on. We, you know, we usually start, like, say someone's might start on a Grom. In the next uh, day three, we put them on a Ninja. So they go from the lightest bike to the heaviest bike that we got. Mm -hmm. And then when, then they're like, what do you mean this is heaviest bike? Yeah, it is. But it feels lighter. I said, because your confidence has grown. If I put you on a 600-pound bike for the first time and you tip over just once, that's going to that's gonna scare you. And we don't want that. So let's find something to build some confidence on and go from that. And picking the bike is like, I would never buy clothes for my wife because it's about the fit, right? And the motorcycle, when you sit on it, it's about the fit. Absolutely. They're all going to shift fine, all, but it's how you fit. So how can you, even though you want, you know, the husbands or wives that want a surprise, the big surprise is the first time your mate or partner takes off their helmet and they're smiling that's what you live for. That should be the surprise that they just have that feeling. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's why pre COVID the bike shows were actually a good thing. Cause you had all these dealers under one roof and you could go sit on every single bike. And I had done that for years and kept going back to the Speedmaster, kept going back, kept going back. It felt like home when I sat on it. Like to have, yeah, because you knew what to feel for. Exactly. And then, yeah. And then I was good to go. You know, when I got the Daytona, totally different position, totally different ride. Scared me a little bit because the power was incredibly more. It's a leader bike. And so I took it easy off the start and it, you know, felt heavy at first. I'm like, oh, did I make the right decision here? And it took about a week and I'm like, man, this thing's so fun. You know, and then I was off, off and running. You know, it's, uh, I've heard some people say that, well, if you can't pick up the bike, you can't ride it. Anybody can pick up any bike though. I'm just like, it's all technique. Like what we've done, and this is really nice that Calgary Harley-Davidson allowed us to look after their demo rides Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago. 
And this is a great opportunity to, you know, and I've, I've ridden a lot of Harleys and different types over the years and, and love every experience I get. But there I really had a, a detailed experience of every single bike, every single model. And it just confirmed that we're teaching the correct way, like getting on the motorcycle. I remember when I was teaching with BMW and I had the big uh, R11, well, the 1200 essentially at that time. I couldn't get on that thing to save my life. I felt that was stretching like, Oh, and the bike always had something. And then one instructor showed me the proper way to get on it. It made all the difference in the world. So what we say in our class is that if you go sit on the bike and you feel right away, oh, this is really too heavy, I'm kind of scared, that may be not the bike you choose right now. Find something that you're – because you're just getting your feet wet. You want to go enjoy the sport. And it's two wheels and motors going to get you anywhere you got to go. And then you can start changing your – your riding habits based on maybe some other training or how you feel or, or where your niche is, where you want to be on a bike. Do you just want to go down and have a coffee or do you want to ride out to the mountains? Whatever the case is, that's where you can start being more bike specific. So get something just like you're starting to drive for the first time, go get comfortable. Then you get, then the world's your oyster, but you can buy any bike you want providing it gives you that confident, comfortable feeling, no matter what CC it is well and that was the smallest to the largest that was going to be person feels inside absolutely and that was going to be kind of my last question to you on this is what i'm hearing from you it's just more your confidence in the in the comfort and the fit of the bike versus the number of cc's because at the same time you don't want really a 16 year old out on a leader bike as their first bike they're not maybe the most responsible people to manage that but do you see any other kind of CC restrictions that should maybe people should consider for their first bike? You know, and I, I've had some people say, you know what, maybe I shouldn't get a 600 CC motorcycle, let's say for their first bike or a thousand CC. But then I started thinking, well, hold on. You, you can't really say, no, don't get that because you got the best braking systems in the world. Mm-hmm. You got the best suspension systems in the world, the best acceleration in the world. You have all the best components. And I think one of the big factors, and I'm going to, I'm going to share this, what uh, Keith code, California Superbike, said to me, I took one course and we were on ZX 636s. And he said to me during the course, he says, it shouldn't be anything more than a 600. That's enough. We don't even use that power. And then a couple years later, they got awarded the BMW S 1000s. So I went and took that course. I said, Hey, Keith, what's this whole thing? You said 600s blow and now you're riding the thousands. He says, it's the mode switches. The mode switches allow the throttle to be learned in a smooth, continuous linear fashion. And it's that what makes a big difference when people come out and train, we leave it in rainbow. They go at this. And if they start progressing, we might change it to maybe the sport mode, but it's unnecessary. So the mode switches have made a big difference because then you get the best of the best and then you get time to learn the throttle. And that comes with being more confident, realize that it's very little weight on your hands. And I always think, I heard a quote a little while ago, think of your knees as your hands. That's to hold you onto the bike and just keep nice and loose with the bars. Yeah, and I, just to like add on to that, It's kind of been one of my um, things I come back with people too when it comes to, you know, especially when I went and picked up a 900cc bike to start off my riding career on street. 
And I said, I control the throttle though. Like I'm the person who's responsible for how much power I give that bike or not. And if I can be a responsible rider, it shouldn't really matter what the CCs are. But I think you have to be in the right frame of mind with the right type of bike and the right type of fit and be responsible on the street. And sometimes surround yourself with the right type of people. Yes. Because you get some people, then all of a sudden you feel this necessity to try and keep up because you don't want to feel embarrassed. And, and you know what? And I even said that to the gentleman I was talking with today. The biggest thing when you do a group ride is just have a destination. That's where we're going. Yeah. And you, ha- you have to have enough willpower, like you do in other things in your life, to say, you know what? I'm going to ride my own ride. I'm going to control the throttle how I need to. And that's something that, you know, I've ridden the most powerful bikes in the world. Like when I made the decision to buy an S1000, it's because how it handled in the slow speed that really impressed me of how fundamentally it works so well. And of course, that maybe comes back to time I've spent on the bike and the courses and the involvement I've had. But that's exactly it. Find something that's comfortable. Don't worry about the CCs. Just go sit and you'll know how it should feel. Perfect. That is a great summation of what to look for in a starter bike. I think this has been really insightful and kind of clears up some of those misconceptions people have. So thank you, Trevor, so much for joining us again this year. Thank you. I'm talking about all the different types of bikes. Oh, I, I know you're, you're probably one of the most passionate people that I talk to all the time. We could sit and talk for hours, but we only we have so much time on our podcast, but uh <laughs> Next uh, cast. Yeah, next next time. Um, bef- so it's a cast. You got to reel it in every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to remind everybody before we go, not to forget that on May first, this coming Sunday, is our seventh annual motorcycle safety and awareness campaign that will be launched throughout the province of Alberta digitally on the radio. Everything. Just reminding everybody to welcome motorcyclists back to the road and share the road with each other. We want to drive down those statistics that have not been good for the last couple of years. But um, with that, to make sure that you don't miss any of our upcoming podcasts or listen to previous ones, make sure you click on the subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast ear candy from. If there is a topic that you'd like us to cover or a guest you think would be great on the show, let us know. How? Well, you can follow us on all the socials or get to us through our website at ab-amss.org. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe, and think bike, and we will see See you out on the road.